All right, everyone, and welcome back to Nurses Corner. This week, in honor of Valentine's Day on Sunday, we are going to be talking about sexual health. We have episodes on men, women's sexual health, along with a little surpriser on Friday for you all to get you ready for Sunday on Valentine's Day. And today, we are going to be talking about women's sexual health. And Coach T will actually be leading the podcast on this one, especially with her expertise in women's health. So we're just going to jump right into it. And uh, T, let me ask you, get us started here. Mm -hmm. What are some of the key hormones that influence sexual health? Yes, thank you so much for that, Samantha. So I'm actually super excited about this topic of um, women's sexual health, because I, as you know, there's a lot of talk about men's sexual health, for instance, like with ED, but why aren't we really talking about women's sexual health? And as you mentioned, um, this is kind of my specialty, women's health. So I'm super excited to really like get into all this with you. Okay. So um, let's talk about the hormones, like the main sex hormones that um, affect women. So of course we have estrogen, which is probably the most well-known sex hormone. So um, they're producing the ovaries and it plays a crucial role in reproductive and sexual development, which, you know, it begins during puberty. Now there's also progesterone that also plays a key factor uh, in women's sexual health. Now, what's interesting is a lot of people know that testosterone is um, a hormone that is very prevalent in men, of course, but women also produce it in lower amounts. And testosterone affects um, women's fertility, sexual desire, menstruation, and all that stuff. So when we start seeing any kind of issues with these sex hormones, we will start seeing problems with irregular periods, uh, difficulty conceiving, um, issues with like PMS, tenderness in the breast, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's perfect. I'm glad you touched base on all those. One thing I will add, since we're, since you're talking about, um, the sexual influence and we're going to, we're, you're about to talk a little bit more about imbalances is just Mm -hmm. the role that estrogen dominance can play with testosterone levels. Yeah. So a lot of times, you know, men and women, if you have too much estrogen, Mm -hmm. yes, it will definitely take over your testosterone, lowering your testosterone um, levels even further. Yes, absolutely. So anytime we see, um, a hormone that is more dominant, like you're saying, we do start seeing issues, I would like to say, um, not just with sexual health, but also um, other issues can arise. We talked about this previously, I want to bring this back to our previous podcast, when we talked about the other hormones, right? So even when we're having issues with the sex hormones, we will start seeing problems like with weight loss resistance. Um, I think we see that quite commonly, right? So um, this is something that we definitely want to bring up. So it not only affects sexual health, it affects so many other aspects um, in our entire body. So our hormones are definitely key players for our overall health. Okay. So go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that's so true. And I know um, one of the things you're going to touch upon today is self-image and Mm -hmm. how just those hormonal imbalances can cause things like hair thinning, the weight gain, yes. head, brittle nails, 
um, skin that is just either really oily or maybe it just doesn't have a shine to it, um, fatigue, your low libido. So just overall not feeling good. So how do you feel, um, you know, self-image has that role in sexual health? Like, how do you feel women are affected by that? Oh, this is such a good question, Samantha, because um, a lot of women, they will report that they don't feel good about themselves, you know, in the bedroom, or they're having trouble with their libido, they just don't feel like it. And our sexual health, um, there is a strong correlation between self image, and our sexual health. So I know like when women are not feeling their best, that pretty much goes for everybody, right? When you're not feeling your best, you really don't feel like, you know, doing anything like in the bedroom, you know, especially if you're like tired and stressed, all that stuff. So I really wanted to get into this, you know, what can we do to improve our self image? And one of the things I wanted to uh, bring up was just pinpointing where is that issue coming from with your self image, right? So for instance, with a lot of women, um, it could be from their weight, you know, maybe they gained a lot of weight from, let's say, you know, the stressful events from like COVID, or maybe they had a baby recently, and it really affects their self confidence. And that translates directly into the bedroom for sure. What do you think? Oh, I agree. I mean, I've, I'm sure you've experienced times where you have felt not so confident not feeling your best. or mm-hmm. maybe put on some weight. And yeah, for sure. It's like you don't even want your partner to touch you or even look at you no matter how many times they might tell you otherwise. So right. definitely plays a huge, huge role. Um, I know one other thing that in the clinic that I would see a lot of women come in with, and I, maybe you can add a little bit onto this is just like vaginal dryness that mm-hmm. can be a little bit of an issue. And sometimes that can come from a hormonal imbalance. Do you have any, anything to add on that or any treatment? Or yes, absolutely. Um, I am really glad that you brought that up because there are actually four categories for uh, women's sexual health dysfunction. So let me just like go over those real quick. And then um, I'll go over also like what other factors can affect issues like vaginal dryness. Okay. So like our four categories, they're desire, libido, arousal, orgasm, and pain. So related to vaginal dryness. Now, what's interesting is that there are a lot of things that affect um, our sexual health. So let's talk about medications, for instance. Perfect. Yeah. So a lot of people, as we know, as nurses, right, they're on a lot of medications. So we will see people having issues with their sexual health, with their libido, when they're on um, medications that treat their blood pressure. So our beta blockers, our diuretics, they definitely do have an impact on um, like sexual desire, sexual arousal. Um, Also antidepressants too, which is a big thing because we, we know right now mental health is a huge issue. So that definitely can impact your um, arousal for sure. Um, Also, we want to take a look at underlying health conditions. So I thought this was interesting. So people that have like thyroid issues, cardiac issues, diabetes, depression, all that kind of stuff has a huge impact on our sexual health. Yes. 
So, uh, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. So I, I wanted to also add in there as well that, you know, we're having these health issues um, also affect our sexual health, but let's take a look at stress. For instance, how many of us <laughs> we think we're going to say like, Hey, we're stressed. I think like everybody, especially after 2020, right? We're stressed. So, um, and people having what we talked about, like issues with their body and having a poor diet and also all this stuff can affect your communication with your partner, which I think is a It's an essential piece of sexual health, right? Yeah. I think that, I think that goes huge into the arousal part. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you're stressed out and you're not feeling good about yourself and maybe you're just in doing the acts just to please your partner, you know, whatever you're, you're not going to get aroused. I think that's yeah. a huge, huge problem for women and men, but, you know, since we're talking about women, women right now, and I, I think it's interesting how you, how you talked about the medication and how all these certain, uh, diseases and chronic illnesses can lead to, um, sexual dysfunction. And then what do we do? We treat them with the medications yep. that further exacerbate the problem. So exactly, exactly. So it's kind of like a vicious cycle, right? It is. It's a huge vicious cycle. So what about your thoughts on, um, I know that you had mentioned orgasm. What are your thoughts on that? So this is such an interesting topic. We, I don't feel yeah. like we talk about it enough. We definitely talk about it like with men, but for women, we really don't. It's such a hush hush topic. And I love that we're talking about it today. You know, so um, I read recently that about 40% of women um, have reported some kind of sexual health dysfunction. Now this is just reported. So can you imagine like what the real number is, right? So clearly this is not being talked about enough, but I think communication, especially when it comes to orgasm um, is really important because you have to communicate what you want with your partner. But if this topic feels so taboo, you know, how can we expect our ladies to feel comfortable talking about it? So I love this opportunity that me and you have to talk about this kind of topic, because let's make it okay for right. us ladies to say what we want, right? And not be ashamed of it. And I think this is um, so important for improving sexual health and say like, hey, it's just as important for us ladies as it is for men. Yes, and I, and I think even taking it one step further in opening up that conversation and letting mm-hmm. people know it's okay to tell your partner what you want. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes, they're, not, they're, not <laughs> they're not, they're not mind readers. And if, right. if, you're, if you're faking it, or if you don't tell them, then, then you're, you're really just missing out in my opinion. So absolutely. Out. It's okay to pleasure yourself every once in a while to figure out what you like to, so you can let your partner know that's all right too. It's, it's just important. It it's important. It really is. It is. I agree. Mm -hmm. Now, and it's kind of always interesting when you're talking about orgasms and women and men, because it's just different how each of them experience it as well. You know, men usually get one and and done. Women, they can actually get multiple if it's, Mm -hmm. you know, done correctly, I guess. (laughs) I was just going to say, I guess it depends (laughs) on the person too, (laughs) Yeah, it depends on the person. It depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it probably depends on if your kids are in the room next door. Oh, God. 
Um, <laughs> That's stressful. Yeah. Yeah, that can be a little stressful. Just a quick, funny little story to share with you guys, just to remind you that, you know, even us nurses are women too. Um, we used to have a thing that we called bath time in our house. Now this was, this was the great age when your kid was like eight, nine, and was old enough to take a bath by themselves. Mm-hmm. So we, would, we would hurry up and be like, um, do you want to, do you want to go take a bath? <laughs> And you could tell how much time you had because the water was running. And as soon as it turned off, you're like, all right, yep, done. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, you got to do what you got to do, uh, right? So, so. Well, she's 15 now, so we don't have that luxury because, you know, nobody wants a teenager. Right. But, <laughs> like just having that understanding with your partner too, I think is so important to sexual health. And I think we just need to work on like as a society in general, just making it okay for women to talk about it, express their needs, and if they're having problems too. Like all these um, issues, not being able to orgasm, not being aroused, that's um, an issue for sure. Let's make it uh, okay for us to talk about it. So that way, if you are having an issue with it, you don't have a problem bringing it up to your doctor. Right. That's huge. Yes. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. So if you are experiencing any kind of issues, like we talked about with your libido, arousal, orgasm, uh, vaginal dryness, definitely don't be afraid to talk about that with your primary care provider. Just be like open and honest with them, because this is a bigger issue than I think a lot of us think, you know. I think so too. And um, a quick story on vaginal dryness real quick, because I know, (laughs) I know it, 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 I know it can affect a lot of women. This was a, this was a pretty common problem I would see in in the clinic and Mm -hmm. actually an issue I've had with myself. And it can be very, a very sensitive issue when it, when it first starts, because, you know, that's kind of how your partner believes you're turned on by them. So it's kind mm-hmm. of like the equivalent of them getting an erection is, you know, is how moist, I hate to use that word, but you know, just how it, how it's flowing down there. Um, so there's, I, if it does happen to you, I, it's always, it's always great to keep that communication open with your partner and remind them that it's not them. Cause you know, for a while, my, um, boyfriend, well, husband, and now was just kind of like, well, what the heck, you know, you used to, mm-hmm. you know, there, there wasn't a problem before. Is there a problem now? Um, but things that I've really looked to, um, it seems to have gotten better is, um, you know, you could do creams, lubricants. They, they mm-hmm. do recommend water-based lubricants over like oils, um, vitamin. Yeah. Just to stay safe with condoms. Yeah. Yes. Definitely important to protect yes. yourself. Yeah. And then um, vitamin E was a supplement that I actually started taking. I read about, and I, I, I think it's improved. It's improved, so um, it must be working. So, yes. Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because there are things that you can do to, you know, improve your sexual health for sure. And um, I kind of want to like go over this some more with you. And one of the first things that I want to say, we brought this up before, like how medications can impact your sexual health. So definitely take a look at your medications if you are on um, a medication and talk about it with your doctor. So maybe they could switch it out to something that um, is better for you when it comes to that. I know there are cer- certain antidepressants, for instance, that do affect your libido for sure. Oh yeah. So um, that is something, you know, definitely bring that up with your primary care provider or your therapist, you know, whoever is prescribing you these drugs. So 
Take a look at the drugs that um, you have in your cabinet. Take a look at your um, health conditions if you have them. And um, also take a look at your relationship with your partner, meaning, you know, your communication with your partner, if you are expressing your needs, your wants with them. So that's oh, all, all such great, great advice there, Teresa. And I like how you said, keep the communication open with your partner. I have friends and I'm actually surprised because me and my partner are pretty open mm-hmm. and um, I'm so I just assume everyone else is, <laughs> like, no, you know, but they're not. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people aren't, they feel like this is an embarrassing topic. So I'm glad we could talk about this like really yeah. openly, but yeah. So I'm kind of just surprised at like what they're like, well, I don't know. I don't want to tell him that it's like, what? Just, he'd probably be really happy to hear about it or yeah. talk about it. So I'm glad that you had, you brought that up. Yes. Yeah, so communication is so important. And like we talked about um, your self image too. Definitely, um, if you know that your confidence uh, is lacking in the bedroom because you you don't feel great about how you look, you know, take steps to to make some improvements. Do you know um, work on your nutrition, work on your fitness, all that stuff, and you'll definitely see improvements with your sexual health for sure. Yes. Um, and one thing I wanted to bring up that's also important for self image. This is really important, especially right now with how prevalent social media is and how um, all the images that we see, for instance, on Instagram, everybody's with the perfect bodies looking amazing, even though it's like filtered like crazy, right? Uh, but perfect filter. <laughs> exactly. Perfectly filtered. Um, it has definitely had an impact. I feel like especially on us females on like our standards for ourselves. So even though we might be looking great, we might be comparing ourselves to these perfect images on social media. So I think um, if you notice that, maybe it's time to unfollow those people or unfollow those accounts that don't make you feel that great. You know, so I think this is um, going to be definitely a big topic. Yeah, that that's huge. I, I like that. Anything to help boost you. Don't be around things that are bringing down. That's never good. Yes, yes. So keep keep the positivity, right? And, and one thing I might add before we, before we close or wrap up here is do something spontaneous with your partner. Yeah. And yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter. And we're not, I'm not even just talking about like um, sex in general, but even just like, you know, maybe taking a bubble bath before or yeah, you know, some drive, just mm-hmm. something that's, you know, connecting you guys on more of an intimate level can sometimes not even that night, but maybe even the next day enhance that sexual experience for everyone. So, you know, being spontaneous and um, being more connected definitely can help. Yeah. And just improving how you feel about yourself through some really good self-care. Yeah, definitely will improve things for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think this is like a good time for us to definitely talk about our next episode because it's definitely related to what we're talking about today, but let's take a look at things from the male side. So we're also going to be talking about the key hormones and also um, signs and symptoms of dysfunction, treatment. We're going to go into all that uh, later on this week. Yeah, so super excited about that. So stay tuned, guys, and we'll talk to you guys later. All right.